0: Hey everybody, it's In The Clinch, the MMA podcast on the Fight Game Media Network. Paul Fontaine alongside Ryan Frederick. And uh, I guess it's the go-home show for UFC 285, Yeah, uh, which <laughs> I will be there in attendance. Ryan will be watching and covering. Well, I guess technically we'll both be covering it for WrestlingObserver.com because I'm credentialed through them. So I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll be at the pro- the post-fight press conference and, um, you know, and, one of us will be hopefully on with Brian and Dave and sending them notes and you know, that's to be determined. But um, yeah, it's a big one. Um, and we will do an extensive preview on that show uh coming up a little bit later. Uh, but first we had kind of a noteworthy show on uh Saturday and not, you know, for good reasons really. Um for the second time in what, like what like less than two months, right? Or little over two months. About four months. Was it? No, there's no, there's November. Okay. Okay. I, for some reason I thought it was December, but yeah. So second time in four months we had a uh, main event fall apart or get canceled on while the show was going on, which uh, I mean, I remember that happening twice. Now you've got a better memory than me, but um, I remember the Randy Couture, there's one fight where somebody slipped in the back and right and, Kevin Randleman, yeah. Uh, Kevin Randleman. Was that against Randall, Randy Couture was scheduled? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And then, okay, so it, it might, not have been, might not have been the main event, but there was a Matt Mitrione fight. Yeah, um, against uh, – against uh, uh, oh, what's uh, it? Stefan Struve, right? Yeah, where Struve had a panic attack. Right, before, and that yeah. was – but that wasn't the main event, right? No, no. Yeah, no. so this is – so, and those are, like, the only two that I can think of that were canceled while the show was going. Yeah, there must have been more. Yeah, I mean there's been fights but main events no no. Yeah, no, main it's, events it's, is just the one. It's a rarity. On, right? Yeah, it's a rarity and now we've had two in four months but uh, which yeah. is so bizarre. Yeah, I remember there was one where there was like a super long delay like it was literally as the fight was about to start. Um it was during COVID, I remember. Um you remember the one I'm talking about where like they were they even played the entrance music I think and the guy didn't come out. Oh, that was Chas Kelly. That was Chas Kelly uh,
1: against uh uh jamal embers i think it was or something maybe yeah so I, I don't, don't remember wanna... who it was but i just remember it was embers, so odd he, nobody knew what was going on he and... like had a panic attack
0: backstage and fainted yeah he never yeah but or this was
1: seized up or so, something
0: like that something happened but this was food poisoning for nikita kryloff and <laughs> which is kind of almost the same thing that happened to derrick lewis right uh yeah yeah except Derek lewis
1: derrick lewis had to go to the hospital and it was kind of Early in, earliest in the morning in this situation, Krylov, he showed up to the apex trying to get fluids and meeting with the doctors, and he tried his best to fight, but they decided they wouldn't let him. And
0: when did they announce it? Because I missed uh, the announcement.
1: They, they announced it right at the right as the main card was starting. Okay. And okay, uh, Ryan cause... Ryan Spann found out when he got to the building that it was that the fight was canceled.
0: Well, and and one of our friends who I believe listens to the show, uh, Wade. Um, he, um, he mentioned that he he was, he was like me, right. He's watching. And then it wasn't until the Tatiana Suarez fight was going on that he found out that the main event was canceled. So I guess if you missed the beginning of the show, you know, it's not like they were mentioning it um because i skipped through the beginning you know I, I saw them talking i'm just fast forward fast forward you know i got right to the first fight and then as the main event guys are coming out or as brendan allen and andre muniz are coming out they're like oh thrust into the main event and i'm like what and then i texted you and uh and uh, and you're like yeah yeah i guess you didn't watch the beginning of the show and i'm like no. Nope. <laughs> and uh, yeah so um so we did we got a main event of uh, brendan allen and andre Munez. and i i remember i think i even said last week like this could have easily been the main event. I mean, you know, they, the other one is probably slightly more important in the light heavyweight division. But this, this was a big fight in the middleweight division. Um, you know, and they it was only three rounds, but it didn't matter because uh, Munoz, well, he finished it with 35 seconds off in the fight. Um, but uh, I don't think the fact that it was the main event, like, it didn't seem like it affected anything, right?
1: Nah, nah, it was, it just, it felt like just a, just a normal fight. And it's like, Oh, we're getting out of here a little bit earlier tonight. Yeah, earlier tonight. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, Brendan Allen, super impressive, super uh, yeah. impressive. Like, like Andre Muniz was a guy that, that everybody had been avoiding like people were talking about, he's like ranked 11th and everybody was like, why is he not fighting another ranked opponent? And it's because guys were avoiding him at middleweight. And then, but you know, who have taken an unranked dangerous guy like Brendan Allen just didn't work out for him. It was uh Allen was able to actually be the one who was the better grappler surprisingly out of the two. Cause Muniz is, you know, he's a super wizard on the, on the ground. We're talking yeah. about the guy, guy who broke Jacare's arm and Jacare's. And, and
0: Allen went right to the ground with him.
1: Yeah. Allen was on the ground with him and had top control side control throughout and then and, and late in the third round got that rear naked choke and got my knees out got him to tap you know very very impressive showing i mean i mean Allen was on the way to winning the fight he was up on two of the score two of the three scorecards cards it in the last round so and the other scorecard was even so he was on his way to winning but he he made sure to finish it and put his name in that mix at middleweight and you know he's got a He's got a very impressive record. He's very he's done very well so far in the UFC and you know he's he's a definitely le- a legitimate contender there.
0: Well yeah, you know, he lost that fight to uh, Chris Curtis in uh, you know at the end of 2021 and then since then He's four straight, three by three finishes. um, And he's, you know, he's like you said, right back where he was. I mean, if he hadn't lost that fight to Chris Curtis, I mean, he's probably a title contender at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, now, you know, a little more seasoning, you know, sometimes losses are good for you. They, uh, you know, they teach you kind of, you know, points out holes in your game and everything. And, uh, and Alan, yeah, I mean, this is maybe the best he's looked, uh, especially considering the uh, opposition. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I, I, you know, not, not much else to say about it. Like, I mean, it was like, you know, the first two rounds were, you know, kind of close. I mean, I, I think I had it, you know, I think I had Alan winning both of them, but, um, you know, it wasn't like, it kind of looked like the kind of fight that was probably going to go five rounds if it was a five rounder, but you know, I, I was I was kind of surprised that you know that he finished him, but um, I and I kept hoping you know because I had a little bit of money on Muniz too, <laughs> but you know, I was kind of hoping that Muniz was going to pull it out every time they went to the ground, and and he was trying. But Allen was just, you know, overpowering him, and uh, you know, just kept moving positions, and you know, getting himself in position for for something, and yeah, finally stuck, locked on that rear neck choke, and finished it, uh, you know, four twenty five of the third. So, um, yeah, big nice win for him. And uh, other than that, though, I mean. I mean, the, the rest of the card was it was it was good. It was fine, I guess. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, I the other one I think we should talk about, and then before we do our three stars, because uh, I think it was probably of most interest to most people was um, Tatiana Suarez returning, and man, she looked great. I mean, you know, I, I don't think she could have looked better after being off for two years or however long it's been.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been four years almost. Four years? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. tw- uh, 2019, you know, she, uh, uh, June tw- 2019
0: Chicago show where she beat uh, Car-
1: Carla. I think she beat Carla Esparza. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Uh, Nune- Nunez. Carlo is in 2018. I got a record. Oh, oh yeah, that. Nina. I, I, no way, Nina, I remember Nina, that. Nina, <laughs> yeah, Nina.
1: Nina Nunez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nina Nunez, but uh, yeah, she. After that, she had that back injury, and then she was supposed to come back in 2021 against Roxanne, and then tore every ligament in her knee. So yeah. So and then turned here, but uh, yeah, just um, you yeah, know, didn't seem to miss a beat. And Montana De La Rosa, we talked about last week, like, like you know, was a good quality opponent for. For somebody to off of, coming off a four year layoff, I mean, De La Rosa was willing to go to the ground with Suarez, and Suarez is a is a pressure heavy wrestler with good submissions. But uh, yeah, she got the guillotine in the second round and just uh, just wasn't letting go, and got De La Rosa to tap, and and Suarez was a uh, you know emotional after the after the fight she talked about how she wants to be more active said she's going back down to strawweight wants to fight Rose Namouni I mean you know that's uh she's everybody's been hyping her myself included for a long time as a future UFC champion and she looked every bit like like one and her her at strawweight if she fights Way Lee
0: that's a hell of a matchup right there and I think Rose is a good matchup for her because, um, yeah. you know, I think if, if she can get Rose to the ground, like it's, I don't think Rose is going to be able to defend her, uh, her grappling and her wrestling. So um, I, I don't know if she, I, it'd be tough to submit Rose, but um, I think she'd dominate her anyways. So um, that's, that's, a that's a fight I'd kind of like to see. Um, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's do our three stars. And, uh, I, I remember I let you go first last week. So, um, uh, my first one is going to be a guy that I didn't really give much credit to. And I don't really know why, probably because he lost to Patty Pimblet in his last fight and or one of his last fights. And, uh, and, you know, Pimble hasn't looked great since then, but, uh, Jordan Levitt, um, he uh, knocked out Victor Martinez in two minutes, and 33 seconds. Um, Really, really strong performance, and Martinez is—you know—he's a veteran. He's been around, like you know, he did the contender series and come come back to global. And Jordan Levitt just kind of walked through him, and yeah, he's eleven and two now, and uh, l- looking really good. Um, second uh, star, Joe Selecki um, submitted uh, Carl Deaton in at the five seconds left in the third round, and another guy that looked like really, really good. Um, if, I, if I'm remembering right, I think he even did like a really good promo. Some of these early fights, sometimes I have a hard time remembering. But um, second straight, second straight win in the UFC for uh, Joe Selecki, and uh, and then uh, my third guy is uh, it has to be Mike Malott, um, and uh, submitted Johan Lenice. And uh, the two guys, they, you know, kind of embraced after, you know, a couple Canadians. Malat didn't really want to fight a Canadian, he said. And and I think they've trained before in the past, but, uh, you know, they they had to fight each other. And Malat, like, nine and one now. And, you know, he's old, like, for, you know, that experience level. But he's really experienced. Like, he's been a coach for a long time with Team Alpha Male. And uh, he uh, he's a guy to keep an eye out for, I think. Uh, because, again, you know, he's, like, old in age, but not in fight years so um and again like i'm never gonna you know i'm always gonna keep an eye on my canadian so um yeah i uh i i, th- I thought uh yeah th- those are my three anyways malat levitt and uh Selecki. okay my first one kind of a cheater because we talked about it already
1: but tatiana Sorez. oh yeah is number, one. number one uh number two trevor peak just mm-hmm. and absolutely just beating up Eric Gonzalez. Like, like he was constantly rocking Gonzalez and Gonzalez got four takedowns during the fight, but it was each a situation where peak would rock him, and Gonzalez would be on wobbly legs and he would just get a quick takedown, but then they'd get right back up. And then that was a repeat there until after the last one. And then, uh, Peak rocked Gonzalez again. Uh, Gonzalez got dropped, was able to get up, and then he just kept throwing punches. Uh, like Kerry um, Hatley, we know, you know who Kerry <laughs> Hatley is. You know that he let this go on, go on yeah. way too long. Uh, and Peak dropped uh, Gonzalez one more time with about five seconds to go. And you would think that would be enough to stop it, but no, you know, a second knockdown within 30 seconds of each other. But no, Kerry Hatley just kept it going. Kept it going and like he literally stopped the fight almost as the horn was sounding. Sounding. Did you have
0: your ten eight ready to go?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was a ten. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like he let Eric Gonzalez take too much damage. Yeah, that, which yeah, is absolutely. which is yeah. If you've it's ever Far seen for Carrie, the course for the like course for the course for Kerry Hatley referee refer, but Trevor Peak just looked impressive and he he cut a good post fight. Post fight. Post post fight promo, you know he he's definitely got so got uh, a name to look out for in the future. And my third star, I'm gonna go with Jasmine jasuda Vicious. Yeah, uh, just to, you know she she had a little trouble on the feet and throughout the fight with Gabriela Fernandez, but the big difference was jasuda Vicious was able to get the takedowns. The second round in particular looked like she just absolutely dominated that that
0: I uh, I, just, I thought it should have been a 10-8, but
1: it was a 10-8 round. Yeah. So um but yeah just uh, came close to finishing it finishing it got the crucifix position was just laying in the punches and elbows. But uh yeah it's just very impressive showing showing you know she didn't get the finish but you know it's about as dominant of a performance not getting the finish as you can get there.
0: Yeah uh good night for the Canadians um you know uh, with getting those big wins the first Canadian UFC win since September. Wow and and we've had a lot. <laughs> I remember that one show. I think where there was like four or five of them. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, take us through the rest of this card, Ryan.
1: Okay, so of course, last week when we recorded, there were thirteen fights, but it ended up with yeah. only with only ten because we had three fights fall apart fall apart during the week during the week. But uh, it started off with the lightweight fight Nurul Aliyev a majority decision over Rafael Alves 29-27 29-27 28-28 if you're wondering about the scorecards there was a moment in the first round where Rallyev was on top and Alves was trying to push his push yeah. his head off to to force a scramble yeah, and we should Alves's talk about this. Alves's finger went in Aliev's mouth and Aliev bit him and did he that's what they claim. He, I know, Alves, but I... Alvez claimed it. Claimed yeah. it. Uh, mark Smith called a timeout. Aliyev saw, claimed that he was getting fish hooked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a mark on Alvez's finger. Yeah. yeah. There was no... Uh, they showed replays, but there was nothing like really definitive that you could tell that that, that happened. I was it happened, surprised so. that they
0: took a point, honestly. and And my yeah. thinking was like either... I almost thought like either it's no foul or like you could almost DQ somebody for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean you, you know, have if to you have really there. if there was evidence of a bite, like if they yeah. saw it on camera, I think the guy's
1: DQ'd. Well yeah, I think I think so too. But I think yeah, I think the fact there wasn't evidence, but you you really kind of need to take a point in that situation, you know, yeah. even if if you're not a hundred percent sure because if he actually did bite him, you know that's gonna. will send a bad message if you don't at
0: least take a point away. I, I guess but, it, it ended up not mattering anyways. I was I, surprised that anybody gave uh, Alvis a round, but I could see. I think the third, maybe, possibly,
1: yeah, possibly. But uh, did you see that clip that Dana White posted of of a uh, Aliev? I think he's the first fighter from Tajikistan or yeah, uh, to fight in the UFC, and there was a crowd in a stadium stadium yeah. like watching it on a big screen in the in that country and they were just going crazy, crazy. yeah they, like it was it full, felder
0: interviewed him or somebody yeah. yeah and they mentioned that to him and he yeah. was like super happy and he was he was he cut a promo in english or broken english but um you know and he was so happy and, and excited to get a win and the first guy from his country and said he's been dreaming of this for years and he was practically in tears it was it yeah. was really nice yeah and uh after that we had another lightweight
1: fight joe Selecki uh submitting carl deaton uh, second round with the that you talked about. Then we had a fun uh, catchweight fight. O'Day yep. Osborne split decision over Charles Johnson, two twenty nine twenty eight 29 29-28 scorecards and a 29-28 for Johnson. I thought I, I thought it, it was definitely even going into the third and it was even on all three scorecards. And I thought Osborne pulled it out with his grappling. His grappling was better, better in the third. Uh, Johnson did land more strikes in the first and the third. Third, I mean, or in the second and the third, third, uh, with I mean, it was close fight. You could have gone uh, either way. I don't thought Osborne won it, but very good fight. And uh, kudos to Johnson too, because he stepped up on like ten days notice, yeah, for that fight. So and he he put on a good showing despite losing. All right, then we had a uh, Jordan Jordan Levitt over Victor Martinez, first-round TKO that you talked about. And then the women's flyweight fight, I talked about Jasmine Jesuda vicious over Gabrielle Fernandez. Unanimous decision, 30-26 across the board. And then the prelims ended with Trevor Peake knocking out Eric Gonzalez uh, with one second to go in the first round. Then our four-fight main card, we've talked about most of it, but kicked off with Mike Malat arm triangle submission over Johan Laniece in the first round. Then Tatiana Suarez guillotine choke submission, second round over Montana De La Rosa. Then we had our UFC apex invitational special, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the heavyweights Augusta Sakai, uh, unanimous decision over Don Telmeis 3027 across the board, awful fight. No need to talk about it. Nope. And then, uh, and then the main event, Brendan Allen, your naked choke submission, third round over Andre Muniz.
0: And that was that. And, uh, as you uh, pointed out to me, um, and it's kind of frustrating, you know, because we've had some shows with like great crowds and where UFC's made a lot of money. And here at the apex with no crowd and no you know, a little bit of a gate, um, not much. Um, we got six. One performance bonus was probably bigger than the gate. Yeah. We got six performance bonuses. Uh, they gave a performance bonus for everyone that got a finish. So Brendan Allen, Tatiana Suarez, Mike Malat, Trevor Peek, Jordan Levitt, and Joe Selecki yeah. all got 50K. <laughs> yeah
1: which they should
0: do every week but
1: yeah they should do it every week as we talk about it yeah they give 300k in bonuses on a gate on a show that maybe did ten thousand gate but a six million dollar gate and they can only give away two hundred thousand bonuses
0: it make it make sense that's okay because they got like 13 million dollars from espn for this show so um if you work it out yeah um yeah so that was the ufc and actually I'm looking at our, our format. Did I did I mess up? Should we have? That's oh, okay. We ones? can do. We can yeah. do Bellator now. Yeah. So there was also a Bellator show, and um, I, uh, I I I watch the prelims, and I'll tell you, like I what I do when I'm watching the Bellator prelims is I'll skip through. Like I'll skip a fight if I don't, you know, I'm I'm not familiar with either of the two fighters that are in the fight. So as it turned out. <laughs> every fight that I skipped were the ones that had the finishes and the ones that I watched all the way through which was a lot there were 13 fights on these Bellator prelims and I think I watched 8 of them and they all went the distance and 7 of them were boring as hell Um, the only good one was um, and it was a great fight actually Uh Richie Smolin and uh, Piotr Nizatzky I think is how it's pronounced Nizatzky um that fight was great because Smolin was probably got a best better reaction than anybody else in the prelims he's from ireland and there's a lot of irish fighters on this card but he for whatever reason was this guy like you look at him and and he just looks like a fighter he looked like he just finished fighting like you know <laughs> when the fight started and he was getting killed in the first round and uh yet was going for a, a guillotine and he basically burnt his arms out and uh, by the end of the round like he he had the guillotine on for like two minutes and then small came back in the second and then uh you know and and he had him in mount for a while and he was he was ground and pounding him and going into the third it was even and small had all the momentum but then nade took over and took him down right away tried for another guillotine and it was basically almost like a repeat of the first except uh, about a minute left small and ended up on top and just was pounding him and he ended up getting the decision win and uh split decision win but it was uh it was a good fight like a really good fight but the rest of it was it was garbage um yeah like you know and you know i, I don't even really not even any point in going over who won and everything but um mike shipman was you know got a in the one of the featured premiums got a win and carl moore who's like jacked like you wouldn't believe um got a I thought a gift decision over a must say, it was I I had it for Ms. Rosansky twenty nine twenty eight and I it could have been thirty twenty seven and I thought and he got more got it twenty nine twenty eight. But um I didn't watch any of the main card because I spent I think three hours watching those prelims. <laughs> so um did you watch any of it? I have not seen any of it. No, no oh, okay. it was busy Friday. No nah, that's okay. Well and this was
1: Saturday, right? Wasn't it? Oh, well, I was, yeah, it was yeah, Saturday. Like, Saturday morning. So I, was, I was
0: busy Saturday morning too. Yeah,
1: too, but, uh, uh... but
0: uh Yaroslav Amosov uh, United decision over Logan Storley in the um, in the in the main event uh, retained the welterweight title. Of course, coming back from uh, his um, fighting uh, for his country in the Ukraine, and uh, that was his second straight decision. Although this one was more dominant. Um, but yeah, story, him and story, they'll probably end up with another fight down the road. I would think, um, you know, story picks up yeah, another, I mean, a few more wins. Yeah. But, yeah. Maybe. I mean, uh, uh, Amazof's two and o against him now. So. Yeah. But two decisions and, you know, who knows? And it's not like, you know, Bellator doesn't mind doing rematches, but, yeah, um, but, uh, very impressive for Amosov considering, you know, he's
1: basically just came out of fighting a, fighting a war to yeah to straight into a training camp training camp and they they gave a lot of attention a lot of attention to, to him which was very good a very good thing so
0: yeah yeah they they sent out a nice little hype video for him uh, earlier in the week uh, i think it was tuesday like after we had recorded nfl sunday ticket is now on youtube and youtube tv which means that it just got easier to be an nfl fan even if you live far away um jeremy kennedy canadian uh got a decision over pedro carvalho in the co-main and the other winners on the main card bryce logan and a couple irish fighters Sinead Kavanaugh and uh syrian clark who's now seven and oh so i he'll probably be somebody that they put into a title fight way before he's ready on one of these Bellator tour dublin shows would be my guess yeah. um and yeah so that was Bellator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um I think so they so I think they're back in a couple of weeks uh for that um starting the lightweight tournament with uh Benson Henderson in um in the main Us, event of, Yeah,
1: Usman Usman Nurmagomedov. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's not going to win. Um Benson, I mean. Yeah. Um but yeah, they were they were pumping that. I want to say though the prelims um It was really weird. They had these two European commentators on for most of the prelim fights. Um, John McCarthy and whoever the other guy was. I didn't, I don't, I seen them before, but it was, I guess it was Sean Grande. Um, I didn't really realize it, but um, the, they came on for the last two prelims, but the other two guys, it was really weird. It was almost came off like one of those, like Eddie Hearn boxing shows. Like it was, it, it just felt like completely different. Like, and, and it moved. Like not like most Bellator shows. Like they just went fight, 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 fight. Like I kind of liked it. Um I main card probably wasn't like that, but the prelims were okay, other than the fact that the fights sucked. Um and then you had other stuff. So what what other stuff did you want to recap? Basically
1: the basically the one show with John Lineker. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one show, right? Yeah, I didn't I mean I didn't I didn't watch it, but John Lineker and uh what's his name? Uh, uh Fabricio De, De Andraj. They uh fought it the one show that was on Amazon this past week. Past weekend yeah. uh, that was on Friday. It was on Friday uh, I'm just but, pulling
0: uh, up God, that was so long ago. It's like it's like four pages back on uh topology Five pages yeah, uh, back. There, there's a lot fa- of shows. I just
1: looked at I looked at, but uh yeah, it was a uh, Fabricia and Draads uh won one uh TKO at the end of the fourth round. Retirement from, uh, I didn't see it, but from what I read about it, I did read about it. And the Androids would just beat the crap out of him, like the entire fight.
0: And Lineker and was just never once sided. So I'm excited. So. Yeah. But at least Lineker I made did. white this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least, um, and, uh, I assume it was a, so it was Corner retired probably is what it yeah. looks like. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, I think they're back soon too. Um, they uh, let me just pull up their schedule here. Uh, they're oh they're back in May for that uh, Demetrius Johnson fight in Broomfield. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's the big, next one. Or no, uh, sorry, no, they're back in uh, March. Sorry, I'm looking at this wrong. Uh, two two more fights in um, in Southeast Asia before they come to the uh, UK. So yeah, yeah. Bueller, the US, I think yeah. former um, UFC fighter, right? Uh, yeah, Arjun Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. yeah, he's fighting in the main event of the next show. So and Siohi uh, Ham as well on that card. Nice. So. Yeah. Um and yeah, as we uh as we mentioned, uh, the big show this weekend, I'll be there live um uh covering it for uh you know, along with you for the wrestling observer. Return to John Jones. Um and uh he's fighting Cyril Gon, former interim champion and uh, Jones first fight at heavyweight and they are fighting for the vacant heavyweight championship uh you know, because uh Francis Ngannou Ah, uh, could not come to terms with the USC contract, so stripped of the title. And uh, this is not a interim; this is for the actual belt. And uh, I don't know. We're what five days away? Well, how are you feeling on this one? It's massive, in my
1: opinion. It's a yeah. massive fight. That's the fight. I've I've had a lot of people asking me asking me about it. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna do big, and uh, not as big as John against Francis would would but uh i mean at least zero Cyr- at least Cyril gone he's kind of got a name and he's kind of got an intimidating presence just when you kind of like look at him look at him but it's john jones i mean the most talented fighter we've ever seen probably you know yeah you know not a you I know, mean you- all things equal like if you pretend that yeah. peds don't exist yeah yeah pure talent i'm yeah. talking pure pure talent you know is he the greatest of all time I think so, but I mean I know people are gonna are gonna have that asterisk, you know, with with the PEDs, but at the same time, you know, we never know about everybody. So it's kinda it's kinda one of those things, you know, I still you know, we know about you know, I still consider Barry Bonds the best baseball player of all time all time. And, you know, I consider Roger Clemens the best pitcher. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you can, you can easily make the comparisons with John Jones with those two. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, but uh, maybe even more so with Clemens, honestly. Yeah. But uh, the funny thing is like, if you watch the UFC countdown show, it's just John Jones bringing in all these big heavyweights. It's like a heavyweight freight train just to get, just to get ready for Cyril gone, Cyril gone. And uh, Jones, he looks big. He, I don't know what he, I don't know what he's going to weigh. Uh, I'm going to take a take a rough shot, and I'm going to say 255. I was going to say 258. So yeah, we'll I'm going to say 255 in that range. That range. And gone
0: usually I, comes in like 245, 250, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect Jones John to be less than 250. So and uh, and you know what's funny is these two like their styles are very similar. <laughs>
1: yeah uh gone though his wrestling is a, is a question mark got taken yep. down several times by Francis and we know John is an outstanding incredible wrestler. we just
0: hardly ever see it
1: hardly ever see it because eh. and John self-admittedly he coasted yeah he 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 has admit he has openly admitted that he did not feel challenged. At light heavyweight and that he never took and that he didn't take a lot of it seriously, serious. That the only person he really took serious was Daniel Cormier, Cormier. (laughs) you know, there, you know, there at the, at the end. And, uh, he claims to be taking it serious now. I mean, we know, we know about all of his, his personal life, his personal demons, maybe everything that has happened has happened, has changed him to where he's more, more focused. He seems more focused and more driven, by the by doing this i think he's gonna be motivated to try and get a finish i think so too and i think he will yeah Yeah. i could just see him i could i honestly see john jones taking Cyril gone down several times dominating him and then submitting him in the third round yeah maybe like a kimura or some some sort of a choke yeah something something like that i mean now you know Let's see if gone is able to test the chin of Jones. We, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's well, really
0: and that's the other thing. He's probably never has been, well, it's probably in training, but you know, in a fight, he's never, never been hit as hard as he's going to be hit here. Yeah. If exactly. he gets hit, if
1: he gets hit. He's still John, even though he's moving up to heavyweight, he's still going to have a three and a half inch reach advantage. Yep. And we yep. know he knows how to use his length. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's poke, poke people in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and and John, John, he still has he still has Greg Jackson in his corner. Still has Brandon Gibson. You know, everybody makes that big deal about him not being at the main Jackson camp anymore. It's just the only thing is he's just not working with Mike Winkle John. But everybody, but but he still has his camping area in uh, Albuquerque, Albuquerque. So uh, I wonder if Henry Soto will be in his corner. He talked about he talked about that because you know he worked with Henry and you know and Henry. You know, I've said this on this show. If
0: you listen to
1: Henry Cejudo break down fighting and talk about fights, he is a mastermind. At, I think you at, said
0: he's going to be a, a a big big like a very yeah, successful coach someday if he wants yeah, to do that. Yes, if he the day he the day he decides to move
1: into full time MMA coaching coaching, he's going to be very successful. You know, we we talk about Habib and all all that. Cejudo will be just as successful, and I and I will see. I do believe one day we will see a lot of guys flock, a lot of fighters we have already but I, we'll see a lot more flocking to Arizona to work work with Cejudo. but uh but yeah but uh you know I'm super interested in this fight uh I mean you
0: know yeah, for me well, it's I'm more you know I, I you know I I you know, I'm going to be there live so you know to see John Jones fight live is yeah. special number one but even if I was just watching on pay-per-view like I'm um, you know just for me it's one-sided like I've seen gone yeah. I know what he is and and he's very good. He's one of the best, you know, probably one of the three or four best heavyweights in the world, but John Jones is special. It's, it's it's watching, you know, smart watching Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Barry
1: Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, every time time he came up to play from, from 2001 until 2005, whatever it
0: was. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. But this card is not just that fight. Like this is a loaded card. Just- I forgot that Bo Nichols on the card and, and we'll get to him in a bit, but yeah. um, the co-main event is, uh, you know, va- maybe the female uh, greatest right now, you know, probably is, you know, a uh, pound for pound for sure. Um, Valentina Shevchenko and uh, Alexa Grasso in the, uh, in the co-main for the UFC flyweight title. Um, I don't think, I I haven't seen I haven't looked at the odds. I could look right now, but I'm going to guess. Maltino so, a pretty pretty heavy favorite. I think I, when I looked last night when I was posting the
1: thread on the F4W board, uh, she she uh, I used DraftKings odds. She was at
0: uh, minus fourteen hundred. Okay, so she's uh, topology is listening at minus six twenty five. Fourteen hundred sounds more accurate, um, you know. And and uh, honestly, like I, I there's no value in betting for her, but um, you know, and, and, but I mean, I think she's pretty safe to, to win. I think the key oh, wait, is. Never mind.
1: No, never mind.
0: It's
1: minus 600. Oh,
0: okay. that's 1400s. Bo nickel minus. 600. Oh yeah. I
1: oh, was Bo looking Nickle's at, I Bo was Nickle. looking at it wrong here. Cause I have and she's minus six fifty at bed
0: MGM. I think I'll do a, uh, I think I might do, do a little parlay when I, when I'm in Vegas there, uh, nickel and Valentina and maybe somebody else, but, um, yeah, the, uh, okay. So yeah, six, six 25 sounds about right. Um, you know, and and Alexa grasso plus plus four fifty. I mean, you know, she got a chance. I mean, we've seen Valentina have trouble with, you know, people that we think she's gonna beat. Um, she, you know, she some people thought she lost to her last fight, and she might have if they hadn't had that accidental headbutt um against Talia Santos. Um but you know, Alexa Grasso feels like, you know, she's just kind of there. Um nice run, four in a row. Uh, but I don't think anybody's really given her much of a chance here. Yeah. I like Grasso a whole lot
1: and uh, I think in a non-Shevchenko division she could be champion I just I don't see her having any tools to beat Shevchenko unless you know Shevchenko is just is starting to diminish which we haven't really seen signs of she hasn't been as active lately as she has been that's a bit that's a big thing she only fought once last year last year and you know and she's She's only had two fights in the last eighteen months, which you know she was she was somebody who was fighting four times a year, year even yeah. as champion. You know she was constantly. It felt like every like three or four months we had a Valentina Shevchenko title defense. But uh, but yeah, she hasn't been as super active. Uh, hopefully, you know nothing's happened to where to where she's had a quick fall off. I mean, I mean we saw her vulnerable against Santos, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't know that. I don't know that Gross is going to trouble her, but you know, stranger things have happened in this sport. Uh, you know, can't can't take it out of the realm of possibility. But uh, I still think Shevchenko kind of you know outworks her on the feet and then gets her down and you know submits her, crown upon pounder, one sided decision,
0: or just decides, oh, you know what, I'm just going to yeah, I'm just I'm just going to you know keep my distance and 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 you know just get a decision win. You know, I could see her trying to do that too as she has done before um the the funny thing is is like she feels like she's been champion forever and she you'd almost think that she's cleaned out the division but there's some interesting contenders coming up you know like aaron blanchfield manon Fierro, casey o'neill down the road so um you know like it's it's not like she has to move divisions like she could you know she could be you know she could be defending this title for another couple years yeah yeah so um, but yeah, two title fights. They always kinda wanna have two title fights, um, you know, on the, on these pay per views. Although I don't think if you were ever gonna have a show that only had one, this would be the one. Um, although I guess you know, you want to make sure that nothing happens with that fight, and then at least you still have a title fight in the co main. But yeah, and uh on the on the main
1: event, in the case in case anything does happen, they've yeah. got sir Pavlovich in town as a back-up oh. fight.
0: okay, cool. So he'll do the weigh in and everything? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. And hopefully if it does happen, it's not John <laughs> who yeah. goes down. Otherwise this, this we, show, I right? mean,
1: we've seen, yeah. we've seen, we've seen John pulled out, uh, yeah. pulled out of fight storm fight because of drug test. but granted that one that he was pulled out of under, the, under the new procedures and the new picogram thing, he would have never been pulled out of that
0: fight. So. There's been twice when I've been somewhere on the road, when Jones and I think I was, you were there with me both times. I know for sure you were with me at one. I don't know about the other one. But where something's happened with a John Jones fight during fight week, one time was in was Dallas. UFC,
1: was UFC
0: two hundred? Yeah, UFC two hundred. We were there, right? And yeah. were you there? No, uh, oh, no, no. Okay, well, I was there. Yeah, I was credentialed for uh, not the not the main card, but the other two cards that week. Mm-hmm. But we were in Dallas for WrestleMania, and and. He was he was pulled out of a fight that same week, right? I'm um, well, I'm almost positive because I remember you getting texts while we were in the hotel bar about it. Uh, well, either that or he got suspended that week or something. There was something um, going on with John Jones. Let me, let me look real quick. I don't quite remember this off the top of my head. Okay, well, while you're looking, I'll uh, I'll uh, mention um, the uh, the other fight on the card that I think you know on the main card. And there's there's five, obviously, but the other one is Bo Nickel. And uh, J.B. Pickett, Bo Nickel will be making his UFC uh, debut. Oh, no, no.
1: Okay, I remember that. The WrestleMania down here was in 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was supposed to fight Cormier at UFC 97 on April 1st. The Cormier pulled out of the fight.
0: And oh, okay, right. So that was, was literally, was. yeah, it was fight week. It was literally like a couple days before the fight. Because was, the it, WrestleMania it couple- would have been. It was a couple of weeks
1: before the fight. It was April first, and the fight was April twenty third. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But April first okay. would have been April first.
0: The day he pulled out. Okay, sorry, I thought yeah, you were saying April first yeah. was the day of the fight. Okay. No, April first. Okay, yeah. I just, I just for some reason that popped into my head when we were talking about John Jones. Um, but yeah, Bo Nickel, uh, after two quick contender series wins, is making his UFC debut. This was originally supposed to happen at Madison Square Garden. Um, he had to pull out to injury, so it's happening now against Jamie. No, it's, Pickett. Supposed, it's supposed to happen in December in Vegas. Or December in Vegas. Why was I thinking Madison Square Garden? I don't know. I think I've made that mistake before on this show. Uh Jamie Pickett, hand-picked opponent. <laughs> um, you know, he's uh he's been finished in his last two fights, and uh it's a perfect guy. You know, he's got a good record, so uh, kind of half-decent record, I guess, 13 and 8. But you know, he's been around for a little while. So Bo Nichols getting a name. He's on the main card in his first UFC fight, which is pretty rare to happen on a UFC pay-per-view, but um, obviously there's Big plans for Bo Nickel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, yeah, there is massive plans for Bo Nickel. Yeah, deservedly
1: least, is... deservedly so. If he should, yeah. if he, if he's the fighter that he it has been during the three, during his first uh, first three professional fights. Yeah, yeah he's going to be fighting for a title by the end of twenty twenty
0: four. In 10 years, if we're still doing this show, um, I'll be talking about Bo Nickel and I'll be saying, oh, I don't know if I've ever seen him fight. And then you're going to tell me that you saw him fight on the undercard of that John Jones fight. <laughs> you saw his UFC debut. Yeah, because I'll have forgotten by then. But uh, you'll but, but you'll me. forget a year from now. I'll forget by next week, probably. I'm not going to give so, you more credit than that. I know, no. I, you know what? I have a feeling that I'm going to remember, you know, and he'll probably cut a great promo, too and um you know and then he'll probably have something nice to say at the press conference and we'll probably set up his next fight at the press conference honestly yeah um but uh, yeah so i mean and and you know and and we've got a couple more and um uh but uh we you know these prelims are loaded so why don't we why don't you do your three fights to look out for and i mean we could probably do
1: seven yeah well one of them was gonna be nickel picket but that's okay but I, i got plenty of them uh number one Main card fight, welterweight Jeff Neal against Shavkat Rakhmanov. <laughs> this is, I have a feeling this is gonna be really, really fun. Uh, Rakhmanov right now is a minus five hundred favorite. I think wow. that's a little, little too steep right now. Jeff Neal has knockout power and he's got very underrated takedown defense. Rakmanov is gonna be looking to take Neal down, Neil down, but uh, Rakhmanov is also pretty explosive. On the ground. I mean, I understand why, you know, these guys 16 and 0 with 16 finishes. <laughs> so, so. Doesn't but, get much better than that. Doesn't get much better than that. I think this one's going to be fireworks. And yeah. We kind of, we've been, this is a fight we've been, everybody has kind of, it was supposed to happen in January. Everybody's kind of been anticipating it. And uh, yeah, that's a beautiful fight.
0: I see people on Twitter always calling him Wreck because he wrecks people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one. Uh, another one on the main card, my three five swatch is the fifth main card fight, fight, uh, uh lightweight fight. Mathews Gamro against Jalen Turner. It was originally supposed to be Jalen Turner against against Dan Hooker, but Dan Hooker broke his hand. Very rarely do you have have a um a top ten fighter step up on a week on two weeks notice to fight another ranked opponent. Very, but here, but Gamro, he's trying to bounce back from that loss to Benil Darius and keep himself in the title mix. And he just stepped up. And this is a tougher fight for Turner than Dan Hooker was. It's going to show a lot for yeah. Jalen Turner, Jalen Turner. But uh,
0: that's was it. Gamro like complaining about the decision and was going to retire. Or is that somebody else? No, that was. Piotr
1: Jan, uh, oh, Zagas no, Zuma Gulov. Zuma Gulov, cool of I was thinking of.
0: Okay, my yeah, bad. Sorry, yeah. sorry.
1: No, Gamero. He, he, it was a good fight, but I mean, Derek Hughes definitely won that fight. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Gamero was not complaining about that. No, it was, it was, that. it
0: was good. Zuma go
1: I, I just yeah, forgot. Yeah. yeah. And my third one, I'm going to go with the prelim fight, middleweight fight, Derek Brunson against Drockas. Oh, yeah. Do C? That's another big fight. I mean, Brunson hasn't fought since that Jared Cannonier loss a year ago. He had, taught it, taught, he had talked about, uh, you know, having one more fight being done, but he changed his mind over over the course of the last year. Signed a new UFC deal first, and uh, remotivated, you know, after having that long layoff. But uh, he's got a good fight. Good fight. C has been very impressive. Uh, twenty and two, twenty and two. He's a four and zero in the UFC. Coming off the submission win over Darren Till, uh, always tells people to to remember his name and wants to yeah. be the first fighter to headline a card in South Africa. But uh, it's, it's a big test for both these guys. If we're going to, we're going to see if dude play C is a legitimate title contender. And then we're going to see if Bronson has anything left to keep himself in that mix. In this one, a very pivotal fight for both men.
0: Okay. Uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't get a chance to do my uh, ROI stuff today. Cause it was a really busy day at work, but I'm going to give you three fights as well. So my first one, um, is gonna be Cameron Seiman and Mana Martinez. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh Cameron Seyman's the guy that uh won on the contender series on his 21st birthday and uh you know his USC debut um late last year and uh he is uh coming in here for his uh you know in Vegas against Mana Martinez, who's you know another tough, you know, young guy, um, you know, 26. And uh, you know, and he's he's pretty good. So this this is gonna be fun. Um, my second one is uh, Ian Gary, uh, who I believe when we did our welterweight picks, when we were doing that fantasy draft, didn't I pick him? Yep. I, I want to say I did. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he's on a crazy roll. You know, he's well, he's ten to zero in his career. He's won his first three UFC fights. Won two fights last year, and uh, he is. Uh, it's probably the biggest fight for him going up against Keenan Song who is, uh, you know, uh, you always see him, you know, on the, you know, he's a Chinese fighter um, and, uh, you know, he's coming off a loss, but, you know, he's got knockout power like crazy. And uh, this, this is going to be fun. My third one, you know, what it's going to be. Um, and I'm making a prediction that the winner of this fight is going to challenge Bo Nickel. Um, and uh, it's Julian Marquez and marc Andre Barrio, of course, <laughs> you know. And uh, I, I think this fight's going to be fun. I think Barrio's going to submit him, and Barrio's going to call out Bonicel. I'm, I, I put money on it, <laughs> like that. That's going to happen. So, I'm, I'm super jacked. And I, there's four more fights on here I could have done. Like, yeah. and and you'll go through these fights. But um, I'm really, and it's not just because I'm going to be there. Like, this is a really good card. Yep. Am yep, I right, right about that call out?
1: That's happening, right? You, now that you mention it, I go like it it would not surprise <laughs> me either one of them. And that's either a good fight too, right? And that would be, you know, I whoever wins that fight, it's logical. I don't know if it's a, if it's too big of a step up. Mm, I assuming don't know. Yeah. assuming Bo Nickel gets by Jamie Pickett Pickett, we have to assume that. But uh I don't know if either one of those is too too big of a step up, but uh, it. Where you it do would the not rank, surprise yeah. me,
0: Where yeah. would you put those guys? Like twenty-five to thirty, like in in that range, or Barry's a I'd little have, higher than that, right? I I'd
1: have to see how many fighters are at middleweight and who's there. Maybe maybe the twenty-five thirty range. Maybe yeah, that's there, kind maybe, of what I'm thinking.
0: I, I Barry a little 30, bit higher. Yeah, maybe
1: Yeah, I put Barry a little higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I'd have to see see. Yeah. I, I you know. Well, if it happens, you heard it here first. Yeah, no, and like I said, it would not surprise me at all. So. Yeah, because everybody wants Bo
0: Nickel. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, Yeah. he's going to be the most called out guy I at mean, middleweight for a long time. Yeah, all yeah, right, so. take
0: us through the rest of this card.
1: Okay, so it kicks off at uh, 5.30 Eastern Time, 4.30 Central Time, 2.30 in Vegas,
0: <sighs> uh, 14 fights total. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't want to get. I don't want to be. I don't want to spend half the day. Anyways, gambling. You chose. You chose to. I know. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. You just hey, look at the bright side.
1: Look at the bright side. You're not paying the extraordinary uh, ticket fees that everybody else. Exactly.
0: Yeah. No. No. It's it's all good. It's all good.
1: But anyway, yeah, lightweight fight. Kicks off a lightweight fight. Esteban Ribovics against Loic. Radzabov, both guys making their UFC W. Radzhabov was uh, one of the guys who's who was uh, brought out for Ultimate Fighter, who uh, ultimately uh, did not make the show. Uh, was one of the you know there's there were several guys who were, who were out there who they sent home, and he was one of them. But Dana, as we'll talk about a little bit later yeah, on on the cast, uh, Dana said those of those people who were sent home. Sent home. uh He promised that he'd find them fights in the UFC. UFC, it kind of sounded like there was a little, you know, controversy about some of these guys going home, going home. You know, I know was, Kenny Cross was one of those guys, and he signed with Bellator, like, immediately after getting sent home. But uh we'll get more into that later. But, yeah, you know, that kicks off. Kicks off. Then we have a White fight. Damone Blackshear against Freed Basarat. Then we have a women's strawweight fight, Jessica Mene against Tabitha Ricci, Bantamweight fight Cameron Simon against Amanda Martinez. And then kicking off and then finishing off the early prelims. Welterweights, Ian Gary against Song Kanan. Then our four uh, main prelims are going to be on ESPN News this week as well as ESPN Plus. Uh, middleweight fight, Julian Marquez against Marc Andre Barriel. Women's Flyweight fight, Vivian Arrujo against Amanda Ribas. That's a that's a pretty big fight at flyweight. Yeah, uh, then we have middleweights, Derek Brunson against Drake to play C. And then Weights, featured prelim. Uh, Cody Garrett back at Bantamweight, trying to end yeah. his losing skid, uh fighting Trevin Jones. Uh Jones. If he can't beat fight. Trevin Jones, he's done. Uh, wait, He's Jones. done. Yeah. <laughs> if he can't beat Trevin Jones Trevin Jones, and if he gets knocked out by Trevin Jones, yeah, I, I don't see any any way Cody can keep going. No. And then the main co- Hard, which we pretty much touched on every fight, but uh, kicks off middleweights, Bo Nickel against Jamie Pickett, then Matus Gamrow against Jalen Turner, then Jeff Neal against Shavkot Rachmanov, then women's flyweight champion, Valentina Shevchenko, defending against Alexa Grasso. And then we will crown a brand new UFC heavyweight champion, John Jones against Cyril Ghosn. Steve Miocic, we'll talk about him later. Uh, we uh, And then Jones, he's already trying to go to Francis, back to the UFC which uh
0: which, you know,
1: we'll see if it works.
0: Well, depending on how well the show does, um, that may be more incentive to, you know, to pay Ngano a little bit more. Like, I mean, obviously they can afford to, but if they see this as like a super I big mean, fight.
1: They, they already offered him ten million dollars. I mean, yeah,
0: probably oh, not gonna no. get much better he said that, right? no
1: because he wanted health insurance. I mean he <laughs> health he ain't getting health insurance in, in Bellator or PFL or anything. No. No, he can. Yeah, he can see if Jake
0: Paul will give him health insurance.
1: Um, Do you think Scott Coker <laughs> Scott is going to be able to pay him ten million dollars? The company that's maybe to maybe
0: Scott will maybe Scott will put him on his own personal Red Cross uh, or Blue Cross. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, fourteen fights, um, and uh, kicking off at uh, five thirty Eastern. So it's an hour earlier than or a half hour earlier than the pay per views usually. It
1: could off. start at five. That's just the, yeah. the on ESPN.com. dot is still listed as yeah. A, as a is listed as a net that's
0: assuming all the fights go through too right so yeah um, yeah of course yeah yeah so hopefully they do um and yeah so uh that is the ufc show and uh that is going to be a big one and uh ryan ryan and i'll be all over it and uh you can uh you can check us out and if you haven't already actually i I usually i should have talked about this at the beginning but if you haven't already check out the uh very popular fight game media Discord. Uh, I won't get too much into it, but uh, you can you can talk to Ryan and I and other other members of the fight game team in there, and uh, we have threads for UFC specifically and MMA and uh, different show threads and everything. So, um, uh, but uh, you can also you know the fight game kind of moved the fight game media Facebook group over to Fight Dynasty. So you know if you're still on Facebook, you can you can check out that as well but um, and uh, as well, just thank you all again for supporting this uh, feed and uh and make sure to subscribe and leave a five star review because it really helps out the group um all right, speaking of u f c two eighty five we have our in the clinch question of the week, and uh you're in charge of picking John Jones' walkout song for his bigger churn. What do you choose? I have two answers, so and i I guarantee you you didn't pick either one of them, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> So, I mean, he was, uh, he was
1: asking this on Twitter uh, Oh last, really? last week, last week. And I was thinking, and I'm not necessarily picking the song because of the, because of the song, even though I like the song, it's more so the lyrics, lyrics, and I'm going to actually, I should pull those up real quick. It'll, it'll, it'll be more impactful, impactful, uh, with it.
0: That'll give me time to, with it. uh, the my the lyrics for my two songs.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So my idea was granted the, uh, the dreaded Eminem curse, but uh, without me by Eminem, because oh. the whole guess who's back, yeah. Yeah, guess yeah, who's yeah, back, yeah. back again. And, and basically, basically, you know, talking about, the lyrics are basically saying, saying, you know, it's, it's felt so empty without me. Cause you know, kind of, you know, you know it, you know, 'cause it feels so empty without me, because yeah. it's, it's felt like the last three years has felt empty without a John Jones fight, so that's a that's kind of why i had to, had an idea. he likes to do a medley of songs, so I'll okay. kind of throw this throw that in a little bit, but uh, that was kind of my idea was okay, uh,
0: so I have two one is kind of a joke, yeah, uh, but the first one that came to my mind, um bitch' is back by Elton John, yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna use that, yeah, but this one, he honestly should use because you gave me the idea of, of, you know, reading out the lyrics. And I just thought of, like, the opening line of the song is perfect. But the, if you actually read the lyrics of the song, it's even better. And it's Eric Bischoff's old theme song. I'm back. And oh. the lyrics goes, I'm back and better than ever. Got a knack for making things better. Face facts, your opinion don't matter. This maniac is going to step on whoever. I'm back, getting in line because I'm making some changes, kicking ass, taking names, screaming I'm so famous, burning down the dead wood, burning down time because it's the only way to so get your ass in line. Come on, dude. <laughs> like, that is perfect. I, I hope he uses it. I don't think he will, but I I would love it if he did. I would pop so hard. If if he comes out to Eric Bischoff's theme. song. you lost me at Eric Bischoff because I don't care for that guy. I know, but the song is perfect. <laughs> the song is for I'm back and better than I ever. Got a knack for making things better. No, it was the first thing I thought of, honestly, when uh you know, when, when you said that. And uh and then I didn't even realize the lyrics because I just remember that 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 first one. Um but uh yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I think the odds are more likely that he's gonna go with yours because – I mean, especially when you look at the lyrics. Did you look at any of the suggestions? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. His Twitter can get a little cluttered. Yeah. Um. All right. And uh, so our, our question of the week's out of the way. And our, we have to talk about our other uh, weekly segment and uh, Jake Paul losing and the ramifications of that. So he lost. It wasn't Tyson Fury, right? Tommy Fury. <laughs> Is it his brother? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, we knew he's going to lose, right? Uh he was the betting favorite, I think. Well, did you see the script that Scott Young posted? <laughs> yeah, that was with Jake Paul winning. Oh, I thought it was him losing. Okay, sorry, yeah. my bad, my bad. Um, I didn't read it close enough, I guess. Um, so, ha- yeah, so w- what do you think, what does, I mean, there's no way he's fighting Nate <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean, okay, yeah, there's, I mean, Nate's already, Nate's already turned his attention to Logan Paul now trying to yeah, get Logan Paul's off. not going to fight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see that. I mean, he's uh, does his WWE contract even allow him to do it. Oh, probably not. Like, does do he, is he anyone? under WWE contract or is he just doing per he, date stuff? He, he, I mean, I don't know if it's a per date contract, but he's got a contract with, him, okay. With them. I don't know what the details of so it it's probably right. like Brock where, yeah. you know, he, he'd have to get permission. Yeah. So, uh but, but yeah, I mean the ramifications, I mean, it, it, I've always said that you know we know that the Jake Paul experiment is not going well, and I've, I've always thought like once he loses the fight, it's it's done. The gravy train in boxing is done for him.
0: And Tommy Fury he's, is not a big name, right? No. I mean, he's got a name because of his it's brother, name, but... but he's not a he's
1: not a he's not a good boxer. Of a, yeah. You know, I know a lot of people said. I know uh, Joe Rogan said that Tommy Fury is going to beat Jake Paul, Jake Paul. But I mean, I You know, uh, that loss. I think it kills any any interest in any Jake Paul fights. You know, I think this one had a little more interest than the Anderson Silva one. Don't know what kind of numbers it'll do. It was on ESPN Plus pay per view, but it's also happening Sunday afternoon. We kind Yeah, of t- I kinda we kind of stuck up tired. on me, like yeah, because yeah. it was in ties. England, right? Or no, yeah. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yes. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, they could do fights in Saudi forever, ever, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, the immediate talk is a rematch, which I mean, if Jake Paul wants to do MMA and he's wanting to do a rematch with Tommy Fury, that's setting back his MMA ambitions back probably a whole
0: nother year at least, yeah. and uh. Remember when uh, Jake Paul have... signed? Remember when Jake Paul signed with PFL and yeah, uh, some Sometimes. people some people said, uh, "Oh, there should be a breaking news audio. This is history changing. This is the yeah. biggest thing to happen in the world of MMA in years." Like, it's like some people are dumb. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: and I don't think <laughs> I think this kills any interest in him against Nate Diaz because the whole <laughs> idea the whole idea was for Jake Paul not to lose. Not to lose the, before that fight, and he's lost. So it takes any luster out of that. I think this just it just solidifies. You know, Nate, will be back in the UFC before we know it.
0: Probably, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, there's nothing. I mean, you can, may yeah, yeah. I, nobody's going to pay him anything close to what UFC will at this point. Because even um, like even you, know, whoever it is that's um, bankrolling these these. Um, these Jake Paul fights are they're not going to pay you have paid Nate Diaz like anything close to what he wants. So, yeah. Um, all right. The news, uh, there's a lot and you hinted at earlier in the show. Um, Stipe, what's going on with him?
1: Yeah. Stipe will be at UFC 285 on, on, I'll
0: say hi to, uh, to, I
1: guess, to challenge the winner. And, uh, he does not go to many fights. So when he shows up to one, when he shows up to one, he's there. That means he's there for a reason. So you uh, pretty much put on the calendar.
0: That's international fight week, July. He wants it in July
1: and you have to, you have to assume that's what it's going to be.
0: Unless, unless, you know, the winner comes out with an injury, but, um, you know, it'd have to be a pretty bad one for them to be not available by July. Yeah. Um, All right. Islam and Volkanovsky. What's going on there? Rematch? Yeah. Yeah, they both, Volkanovski definitely wants the
1: rematch. Uh, Islam was talking about it. Dana White said they both need to fight one more time, and if they both win, then they'll think about doing the rematch. Obviously, Volkanovski against Yair Rodriguez, and then probably Islam. I'm going to say Dustin Poirier is going to be his next fight.
0: That's funny because you say you have to fight one more time, but he's going to make Volkanovski go back. Back, go back down to one forty five to fight again in order well, to get yeah. another match at one fifty five.
1: Well yeah I mean you gotta unify the titles. I mean
0: Yeah I guess yeah
1: so yeah so
0: gotta do that. Okay. All right and uh this tough cast news and, and okay. you talked a little bit about it earlier but yeah
1: we uh going? I mean we talked more about it last week about names uh we we have a bunch of actual confirmed names because there were some videos the there were some uh some of the fighters on this week's card, they were doing Instagram stories and stuff like that, and they happened to catch the uh, the cast walking through the apex. So, uh-huh. so you know, somebody, uh, this guy, his, uh, his Twitter name is J Torres. His Twitter handle is at Joey Fights. He did some deciphering and got the majority of the teams. I don't think he got all of the teams. But what it looks like is it's definitely UFC veterans against UFC newcomers. And that uh, Chandler is coaching the veterans and Connor is coaching the rookies, as they say. As they say, as far as some of the names on the veterans teams, here's all the confirmed names based on the video evidence. Uh, Roosevelt Roberts. Oh, yeah. Kurt Holliball. Okay. Jason Knight. uh, Austin Hubbard. uh, Cody Gibson.
0: Hunter Azar. And Brad katona Oh, Katona, Winnipeg boy. Yeah. yeah. So, so we talked about most of those names last week, but yeah, I kinda. think Katona's new. Yeah, Katona's new. Roberts is new. Hol Holobah's new. And Katona, so, I guess, is moving up.
1: Uh because he, he normally fight to featherweight, right? Well they're doing lightweights and bantamweights. oh I think he won okay. bantamweight
0: weight. Oh, he won Okay, a, sorry, my bad. I thought he was featherweight. Yeah. That's the, cool. Uh, and I always thought name, he got a raw deal. He shouldn't have been cut when he did. Yeah, but. yeah. And of
1: course the names for Connors is you won't know necessarily any of them.
0: So. Well, the funny thing is is Katona uh trained with Connor. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Um that he's on the other team. Um so that could end up playing into story on the storylines of the show. Yeah. So there might be a few uh
1: obviously the only the names we got there's only six on each side. I heard there was eight on each side total. So, so you, you remember
0: uh, you remember Katona's interviews. He, yeah, he always he
1: sounded he, like he he's like Canadian, walked up the streets of Dublin. Canadian, yeah, Canadian, but he ha, but he, you know, he's like the reverse. Uh, he's like a male version of Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie yes. Dern is yes. surfer girl, born born and raised in Arizona, but but talks like she's from Brazil. Yeah. Brazil, you know, Catona, born born and raised in Canada, but spent some time in Ireland at SVG and all of a sudden he's got an Irish accent.
0: Yeah. It's like Brock Lesnar. Uh you know, it puts out a cowboy hat and he's from uh he's from Midland, Texas. Yeah, and like Austin, Austin
1: Butler Butler, you yeah. know. You yeah. know, uh, plays Elvis in the movie. Now he can't stop talking like Elvis. <laughs> Slosh Sasha Platnikov. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, well, Sasha Flanikov is lives in Hong Kong, but he's born in America. America, and definitely sounds like he was born in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
0: you can't judge a book by its cover. Uh, all right, best news of the week. <laughs> I'm so happy to see this. Power Slap will not be airing on pay per view because no pay per view carriers would would carry it. Yeah, I mean, so awesome.
1: That's. I mean, that's what I'm assuming. I, obviously. Obviously, like his television partner is Warner Discovery, and they're not putting it on on Bleacher Report. No, Bleacher Report, and obviously ESPN isn't in, in it. And the fact that I don't know, I don't know if he reached. If they tried to make deals with other pay per view providers, but obviously it's not on anything. It's on the being aired on Rumble for those few hundred people that are going to watch watch uh i know wade our buddy wade was asking what rumble is and i knew i ruffled somebody's feather when i yeah uh, I, I said I what it answer. was by it's a maga youtube that's what it is i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry folks it's a it's a you you know oh i, I can really, guess
0: whose feathers you ruffled
1: i don't i don't want to <laughs> get political on the show but i know, you I, know see, I know if you've seen rumble it is a is a youtube for the hardcore Republicans. So. Well that's the market for this show. And, and and yeah, it's the market for this show. It's the you know, it's it's the people who it's those people are the ones who are talking about the about this on a weekly basis. You I'm know, surprised the people Trump that isn't putting
0: fight. this in his one of his hotels. Yeah, so but
1: uh yeah, yeah, you know, you know, that's where it is for those
0: hundred people that want to watch the show on where's it where's this thing happening at the apex at the apex yeah, yeah wow um all right so that's good and and you know the funny thing is is they had uh they had their best numbers this week since like the second week but that's because they had a really good lead in from AW a good lead there. in and no competition yeah yeah uh so pfl2 i somehow missed this i usually get their lineups but maybe i deleted Oof. it by mistake yeah. um shit i'll look i will find it i figured you would have it so well i usually do i usually save it but i must have deleted it or sometimes it goes in my spam folder i got it up here uh it's at the virgin right Uh, um yeah yeah, and uh well we mentioned that last week um ante delicia and jorgen de castro that's an interesting fight main Um, event yeah yeah but i mean there's you know both names i know julia buds in the co-main against larissa pacheco who beat kayla harrison that's interesting. And uh, other than that, there's not much else. Aspen Lads on the card, uh, fighting Alina Kolesnik on a prelim. She's not in one of the tournaments. Um, do you see they they did they've been doing their challenger series? And this past week, the um, the two people that were like won contracts were like people I knew. Believe it or not, like they're um, I'm trying to find the card here. Here it is. Um, Caitlin Neal uh, in the main event you know like she's been around for a little while and Shanna Young as well and Desiree Yanas those are the three and i knew i know all of them so i was i was kind of surprised cuz i i just assumed these cards were like a bunch of people we don't know but um i know yeah. on an on
1: a upcoming one they have Impa
0: Kas- Kasangane. Oh yeah the guy that uh kicked, kicked off uh Joaquin Buckley's head or is it the other way around Other way around right okay um and Helen Peralta was on that show too another name you know but she lost um, so yeah, uh that is yeah, PFL two. And that's so that's coming in April, and uh it's right around the corner. Now, this is one I don't know anything about, so you tell me because it's one of our guys, Chris Curtis. What did he have to say uh, about USC 287? Yeah, uh, one other thing to drop real quick. Okay, real quick before we get into this, and this will be the last,
1: the Curtis thing will be the last that we end with. Uh uh Patty Pimblett did an interview with, with the MMA junkies, Mike Vaughn. Said he's going to have ankle surgery on March seventh, and that he doesn't anticipate he'll fight till the fourth quarter of this year. So, there's so MSG. our there's our update on um, Patty Pimblett right there for those interested when he's going to be fighting next. It looks like it's going to be while did he did say that he'd be open to rematching Jordan, Jared Gordon and admitted that he watched the fight back and it was a lot closer than he claimed <laughs> after he claimed after the fight. Still
0: claims he won, but you know. Was, you know what? I've seen some people that think, you know what, it wasn't as bad as the decision that came off that night. But I still think he pretty yeah, clearly lost. Yeah. Me. yeah. But anyway, but uh Chris Curtis. Yeah. He had a Twitter
1: post the other day. Uh, other day they came they uh released kind of the bout order for UFC 287 in uh in Miami, which is another another strong card. Yeah. But they uh put the Raul Rosa's fight on the main card. And Chris Curtis, who's fighting, who's he fighting on that show? Let's uh, find somebody big. And Kurt Curtis is ranked too. Uh Chris Curtis? He's fine. Kelvin Gastelum. that's right. Oh, and yeah. Gastelum. And even Kies and Lee Li Jing Leong. But those two fights are on the prelims. And Raul Rosas is on the main card, which the main card also has Pereira, Alasanya, Burns, Masvidal, Font, Yanez, Holland, Ponzanibio. But. Uh, Curtis was complaining very loudly on Twitter about being on the prelims and Raul Rosas being on the main card saying that, that that's bullshit. And, you know, I I can actually try to look up what he says. He was very outspoken about it, about it though, which. Uh, it's kind of silly. It is silly. It is yeah. silly. I mean, I mean, let's be, let's, let's be real for, uh, for Vizzi. For a few things. no. Let's
0: see. Well, I mean, I'll say Rosas is a guy that is marketable and is a guy that, you know, he's going to be around for like probably the next 15 years. And it's a guy that UFC is, is going to invest a lot of promotional muscle in. And Chris Curtis is a dude. <laughs> like, we love him, but, you know, he's a dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, Chris
1: Curtis's actual tweet says, not going to lie, that bout order is completely fucked. One of the best cards of the year, and I get bounced from the main card for a child. I fought on short notice, had take on, have taken on whoever and gone 4-1 to get ranked, and I get bounced for a kid with one fight. Yeah, I'm salty as fuck. That's what is the ex- yeah. exact quote
0: quote. Remember when uh, Uriah Faber was in the main event of the prelims, and he said it right. Like it's like you know what? There's gonna be more people watching my fight than the people on the main card. I'm almost yeah, positive. I mean, I mean, yeah, ESPN. ESPN has the prelims. Yeah, prelims. So it's they gonna might a be a highly viewed.
1: Es- it might even be ABC. Highly viewed. Yeah, uh, it's ESPN. I, I think that's the start. I think that's around the time NBA playoffs are starting, or, or
0: the NBA season's
1: ending, ending yeah. or something. So maybe – Anyway, Honestly, but, though, if you if
0: you wanted to go after somebody, like I would, you know, like you could say Font and Yanez could be on the prelims, yeah. but Raul Rosas is going to be on the prelims or is Ro- going to be on the main card. Yeah, like, Rosas. No question.
1: Rosas are trying to build. Yeah, to be something. They're trying to build, build him to be a star for the next twenty years. Because it's 18.
0: like what Cody Garbrandt's going to tweet like, yeah. uh, oh, why is Bo Nickel on the main card? Yeah, like, yeah. That's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean it's.
1: This pay-per-view is going to be a big one because it's Pereira and Adesanya rematch. It'll yeah. be big. The first fight did well, you've also it. got Burns and you Masvidal. Like, yeah, and you got it's Burns a and big Masvidal. big card. Yeah, and they want to get Rose's, you know, more exposure because they're they're counting on him to be a, be a star. Chris Curtis, like, his pay isn't going to change from being on the prelims to being in the first fight on the main card. That's not going to change his pay. Pay, I mean, you know, I don't... You know what some of these guys yeah. need to need to think about about this kind of stu- stuff I can
0: I, oh. I like Chris Curtis. Yeah. And I I can come up with five people on the prelims of this card that should be that if they wanted to complain would complain before Chris Curtis. Kevin Gasalom, Michael Chiesa, uh, Michelle Waterson, uh, Cynthia Calvia um and uh joseph pfeiffer if i want to say yeah it. joe pfeiffer who's, yeah. A bit, who, pfeiffer who's
1: probably been, you know he just could not be on the, the to... main
0: card he yeah. you know what if if something ever happened if that role Russ's fight gets canceled for some reason i'm putting joe pfeiffer on the main card okay. yeah. yeah yeah i mean you know
1: i just you know some of these fighters like like um, Chris Curtis, would you much rather be on the on the prelims of this loaded card that's going to be on ESPN with your fight be on ESPN, or would you much rather have been on this past ESPN Plus main card, second <laughs> fight from top that nobody watched, or or even the main event? Yeah, 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 that nobody watched. I mean, let's be honest, be honest, nobody watched this show this past Saturday. Saturday.
0: I mean, you I know was, what's not a shot, but you know what's funny? Though? Like, I, I, be honest though, when I'm actually looking at this card. Uh, and I see that Kelvin Gaslam, former champion, is fighting Chris. He's Curtis, not a champ,
1: former champion
0: or wasn't he well? he's fought for the title a couple of times fought former for tough former tough champion. he's fight he's on the main card. He's on the prelims and Kevin Holland and Santagio, Santiago Santiago Panzanibio is on the main card. like those two fights are very similar in my opinion. yeah like you know, um probably like Gaslem is probably bigger than either of those two, but. Those two are way bigger than Chris Curtis, so yeah. like, I don't know. It's and, ha- and Holland
1: is actually a is, pr- is a personality, exactly. Yeah, and that's and that's probably got the potential to be a more entertaining fight.
0: Yeah, no, there's like I said, there's a lot of big names on these prelims, and I think freaking even uh, Li Jing Lang, you know, yeah. like it's on this card too. Like that Kissen Li Jing Lang is a main card fight on. Yeah. Ninety-five percent of the cards that's a, in UFC—that's um, a main event of a—that's a main
1: night. event. That's a main event in a lot of these fight nights. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, Chris Barta, Huggy Bear, Jay <laughs> yeah. Sherman. Yeah, I just I mean like that's a that's a Ryan Frederick invitational. That's a that's no, a no, no, UFC Apex uh heavyweight fight, main card fight.
1: No, <laughs> like no, that. it's not a UFC Apex invitational special because Chris Barnett is above the UFC. That's, true. that's Apex true, yeah. invitational special. True. That's true. Chase Sherman he, he needs to be fighting in front of fans. That's true. Like, and Chase like, Sherman needs to get knocked out. Like these these UFC Apex special invitationals that I have invitational specials I, I have these
0: are heavyweights that don't belong to be that don't need to be fighting in front of the hands <laughs> fair enough fair enough you're right wow i didn't think we were going to spend that much time on that news item
1: yeah it's just i mean come on chris just like we <laughs> we love you but shut the fuck up man <laughs>
0: and hey, like, he's been hanging around darren till too much uh no he's hangs around sean strickland oh that's even worse okay there that that, that enough said <laughs> Um, all right. You got there's a lot of big fights here on your uh, up, on your fight sign this week. Yeah, let me
1: let me pull them up again. I got them here. I have them on my notes on my phone okay. Here we go. Uh okay, we didn't talk about it earlier whenever we were talking about Krylov in Spain. Yeah. yeah,
0: this but, is the first uh, time hearing about it.
1: Yeah, the uh UFC has not announced it announced it yet, but the plan is to have them fight on March eleventh both, both have them both stay in Vegas and uh, fight on March 11th at the show just, at the Virgin Hotel. Will they
0: keep it at five rounds or they go down to three? No, it'll be, it'll go down to three. Okay.
1: Three because that's the that's the show headline by Piotr Jan against Marab Devalishvili. I just thought maybe they they put it at the co-main and yeah, do five yeah. rounds just I mean, cuz they yeah. trained for five, but yeah. That's I mean that's not official, but it's okay. it's, it's the plan. It's the plan the right okay. now right now that's yeah. why i had it on the list uh ufc 286 march 18th Gunnar nelson was supposed to fight daniel rodriguez rodriguez is hurt uh brian barbarina stepping into play to fight gunner nelson cool so that should be a really fun fight right there yeah. uh ufc fight night uh april 22nd uh good news or bad news uh i guess the good news is they have a main event sergey pavlovich against curtis blades bad news is it'll be at the apex oh
0: so. no.
1: So yeah. Well that's those, an Apex main event.
0: Those,
1: yeah, those <laughs> those people that were hoping like, yeah. like that this last week's everybody's like this show that happened this past week. All right, that's the last show at the Apex until at least April. Maybe they'll maybe they won't go back. Yep, they're going back. You know, all right. right away. Right away. Um here we go. Uh UFC two eighty eight uh May sixth. Marina Rodriguez against Verno Jandiroba, and uh a big fight. and uh Andre Petrovsky against Armin Petrosian. Uh, several fights, UFC Fight Night on May 13th, I actually think this show will be not at the apex, but uh, Mackenzie Dern against Angela Hill, Jake Matthews against Gabe Green, G on Kim against Mandy Baum, and uh, Cody Stamen against Douglas Silva de Andrade. This that's the show that's headlined by Anthony Smith against Johnny Walker.
0: Oh, that's the one we figure is gonna yeah. be in the Midwest somewhere. Yeah, yeah. which makes
1: sense. And they got a they got a lot of they got a lot of big names on that car. You got Dernan Hill now and and uh Matt Brown and then Charizard Rosenstruck against Charlton Almeida. That that fight just screams – that fight card right now just screams like a non Apex show. Matthews so, even is a is a big name too. Yeah, yeah. And uh USC Fight Night on uh May twentieth, uh I'm gonna let I'm gonna do I'm going to do the first half of this fight, and then I'll let you do the second half of this fight. Edmund <laughs> Shabazian is up against... Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. Yeah, I wanted to let you do that since I know you like... Yeah, I know. You all' not Fluffy, but yeah. Edmund Ad- Shabazian against Anthony Hernandez. Carolina uh, Kovacavich against Vanessa Dermopoulos. Euler Latifi. No, uh, yeah, no, he's back. no, no. He's back. He's not retiring.
0: No, he should have been, at... been freaking suspended. He was suspended. He should have been like suspended forever. Like <laughs> you should yeah. not be getting into a cage and fighting when you have staph infection. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no.
1: but but yeah. I'm not happy what, about this. Yeah, no, but he's fighting Rodrigo Nascimento. All and right. Abdul Razak Hassan against Bruno Ferreira, two guys who
0: had recent big knockout wins. Yeah, that'll be explosive. Yeah. That that card screams Apex. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but um, I just have a feeling. Although I don't know, Carol, Carolina, you kind of want her in front of fans. Um, all right, well, that's gonna kind of just about do it. Um, so uh, Ryan, uh, get your plugs in. You got a few of them this week.
1: Yeah, I've got. Um, uh, I'll have. We got UFC coverage currently in uh, this loaded issue of the uh, the awards issue of the oh, yeah. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, and uh, I'll be back this week for this week's coverage in there. And then, be short. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this last one was short, and this one I'll try to I'll try to keep short. I tra- I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to keep these nameless Apex shows as short as possible, maybe like eight eight to ten paragraphs, and then the fight recaps. But uh, but then uh, yeah, we'll have coverage this weekend of UFC 285. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan J Frederick. We'll see. Oh, you're on Twitter. That. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I am on Twitter. Okay. I'm on Twitter, as a lot of people see, check and see have.
0: if I follow you. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I am on Twitter. Unfortunately, <laughs> I won't get into it. You well, know. you
0: talked about it last week. It's accessible.
1: It's accessible. <laughs> yeah, and I learned even more this week. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. Which, is which is a. If you're if people listening, I didn't want ta- to talk about it. No, no, I didn't want to talk about it, You don't need to talk about it. It's a sad. It's a sad thing because I, I'm a huge. I've always been a huge CM Punk fan, and a couple of times I I interacted with them as. A faceless mma reporter he was always very nice very very cordial but his fan base is very bad oh uh, you you think yeah his fan base his fan base is toxic and really I,
0: wow and
1: i really hope he would I, he's a guy who's very outspoken and very outspoken he's very outspoken about mental health issues
0: mm-hmm.
1: mental health issues and not bullying people i really wish he would tell his fan base to hey you know, be nice to people, you know, you know, it's just cause I have mental health issues and everything, everything that has happened to me over the last few days of things being said is not, I've not taken it well. Yeah. But, and I've, I've been fighting through it very hard the last two days. So, so wow. just I've been not trying to not let it get,
0: let it get to me. It's, you know, we, you know, yeah. all of us have your back and yeah. uh, I've been, it's not exactly the same, yeah. but I was through something similar about a year ago at this time yeah. and yeah. It's not punk. Like punk's fine. Like yeah. it's his fans. Yeah, <laughs> like his fans are uh, are something else. And like, I was, um,
1: and like I was saying about that whole whole story. Like, like yeah. I'm not. You know, I don't want to. You know, Larry listens to us, and we love Larry. We love Larry, but he was the first one to bring it up. And, yeah, yeah. And just because I I backed it up because me me and Larry talk. Larry yeah. talk, and me and him talked to some of the same people, and some of the same people told both. Both of us this, and I was just kind of reiterating him. Well, but, and and you got a bit of I get the a... shrapnel because I get because I'm a name, and it's fine. Yeah. but uh, yeah, you're fine. You know, you're and on Wrestling
0: Observer Radio, and yeah. you're in the Observer Newsletter, and so you like know. Said, these, I'll put it you this way: these fans who know how to how
1: to get to me, get to me. I'm sure there's AEW personnel who who could get to me just as easy, and not one person has ever reached out to to
0: deny anything. Well, number one, because it's true. And number two, because why even bother, even if it wasn't true, even about the buck stuff, even
1: about the buck stuff month, months ago, or, or, you know, we, you know, it's just like, nobody's ever done, you know, I'm easy to get a hold of and I'm easy to talk to and and I will, and I will listen to both sides and I will, you know, and I am Trust me, everybody who's ever talked to me will tell you I'm literally like the nicest guy in the world. I'm not going to fight you or argue with you. You, you You'll say that too, (laughs) but deep down deep down it's like it's like hey if you want to contact me i got three questions did this happen did this happen did this happen okay that stays between us all right yeah exactly
0: no no i mean we've shared you know you've shared information with me and you know it doesn't go any further than than our dms and uh and you know and with me i get information sometimes probably not as much as you but for me i just keep it quiet because i figure well you know what if that person wanted to Put it out there. They put it out there, but obviously, you putting it out there is because it was already out there. Like, yeah. It's right like, right and there. the funny thing,
1: yeah. The funny thing is, like, I had heard that st- Yeah, and, and granted, this is from almost six a year months ago. ago. Wow. No, oh no, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Nine months ago. Nine months ago was was april may early yeah. june like this was a yeah. year ago
0: get over it i didn't yeah. even say anything bad negative nope. about the nope. about the two about nope. you and know. in fact you've been pretty adamant that you think they should he should come back so yeah oh, just, you know what i wanted to ask you and i didn't uh, want to get into this but uh,
1: pivot, but a, bit. But pivot but guy, a bit but guy but guys people who listen like like you know reach out to me every once in a while see how i'm doing see how i'm doing when stuff like that happens if you notice notice that and like i always tell people just be nice to people like you know a lot of people don't
0: deserve don't deserve stuff and
1: and yeah and you know I like kind of live yeah. and learn on
0: punk fan punk fan 1493 with his seven followers it's is a bit yeah. of a dickhead yeah um okay i wanted to ask you something though before we go and i should have asked you earlier um, how do you think that? Because uh, you know a lot of wrestling fans listen to this, and they, hopefully they're still listening. Um, how do you think the fact that this big UFC pay per view is happening on Saturday can affect the AEW pay per view on Sunday? Don't think
1: it has any correlation. We've seen it before. Okay. We've okay. seen it before. They, you know, they, they, what? Uh, every March this happens.
0: Well, I thought they seem to try to avoid it, but I wonder, like, if. If it doesn't do well, are people going to use the UFC as an excuse when, in fact, it might just be that people aren't into MJF as champion? No, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see any correlate correlation to it. But they haven't to- had a fight this big, right? Or when was the was there a Conor fight in March at some point against AEW? I'm trying to remember. Last um, year, last year was Covington and Masvidal,
1: which eh, which yeah. which was a disappointment. Yeah, I think I did like three. The, the year before was Adesanya and and. Somebody. But
0: the year before it happened in February. It was the last week of February. Revolution. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm interested in that one. I, in fact, I might ask Dave that this weekend see what he thinks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Okay, cool. All right. all, well, all, and... I, all I know is it's two pay per view events on so on my credit card bill
0: this month. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, and and for me none. Cause I'm, I'm going to be at both events live, So, um, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm doing that uh, weekend double. So, and for me, uh, you can, uh, you can find me, I did a show on the, uh, fight game media YouTube channel, which is free, uh, this past weekend with Gary Gonzalez. We did, uh, the, um, lead up to, and with Larry Coggin, who you mentioned earlier, where we did a preview of, uh, we're talking about WrestleMania and the big matches that are coming up on there. So you can check that out. And then, to, uh, tomorrow, as you're listening, uh, Jeff Hawkins and I will be having our second anniversary of the Dynamite show, and uh, we're going to have some special guests. We're doing it live on YouTube as well as uh, for the audio dropping on the Patreon, uh, patreon patreon.com backslash Viking Media, five bucks a month. So uh, you can check that out. And, uh, yeah, and whatever I do for The Observer this weekend, uh, just stay tuned. Check out my Twitter, at Paul Ace Fontaine. And, of course, Ryan is Ryan J. Frederick. So, Ryan, uh, why don't you take us home like you always do? All right. I hope
1: everybody enjoyed the show. Everybody have a great week. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Later.